What's up, Jay? What's going on, man? What's going on? These boys is out here embarrassing me. Yeah, we both. I think you said what four and zero last week. The Bulls yeah, beat this week. Yeah, man, four and zero. Yeah, just a little bit off. Just a little off. I said two and two. If they win tonight against the Sixers, I'll be. You know, I, they'll come home for me. But uh, yeah, Sixers eight is a tall order for the Bulls. Yeah, As always, I know they they missing Embiid though, so you know we, we might be able to pull this off. Maybe it, it's, it's looking it's looking better now. Now that you say mm-hmm. that, I wasn't unaware that they was missing Embiid. Okay, so let's uh let's go ahead get to this weekend review for the Bulls. So the Bulls are one and two so far. They lost to the Pacers and to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So what's uh what's leading to this to this uh, losing record for the week? Um, is it more of that Achilles heel three lack of three point shooting? Yeah, uh, lack of three-point shooting. Uh, Kobe Kobe White was definitely on, on a hot streak for a minute there, um, and the Bulls was kind of mm-hmm. riding that wave. Um, and he's cooled off since then. Uh, Pat Williams has also cooled off since then. Um, they'll pick it back up, but, you know, uh, with them struggling offensively, those two, the Bulls, uh, Bulls kind of dropped those two games. And the three point, right. uh, the three point struggles. Have we gotten to the point where we're expecting Kobe and Pat to lead the Bulls to wins? Where Not does, lead where does the Rosen fall in all this? <laughs> the Rosen been steady. The Rosen been consistent. Uh, he's been a consistent, steady scorer for us. Uh, I don't think we lean in on Kobe White and Pat Williams to to lead the Bulls to to the promised land, but. We need those guys to be consistent. Um, looks like going forward, Kobe White is going to be the guy. It, you know, he's going to be he's going to be a part of the future of the team. And with that being said, we need him to be a lot more consistent. Okay, yeah, but when you say consistent, consistent at his ceiling that he's shown this season, like twenty with twenty five points and six assists, or more, you know, more towards the floor. Which is a thirteen point per game guy. Um, not so much. So he's going to get the shots. He's going to get the usage. Uh, when I say consistent, I mean being more efficient. Like Kobe White's mm. a, a good three point shooter, but we can't have him going like seven for twenty one starting games two two for eleven. You know, we 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 need him to be closer to like forty eight forty six percent. Uh, probably from the field, forty percent from three. Um, the, you know that that that'll improve the Bulls' firepower right there. Just that type of consistency, uh, being more efficient from the field. Patrick Williams, fourteen points out of him. Good defense, consistent defense, um, efficiency. That that'll put the Bulls where we need to be. Let's talk more about Pat Williams. So, what has he been showing this week? Uh, just a willingness to, to get to it on the defense. Um, I ha- I think he has been more aggressive on the offensive end as well. Taking, uh, just being more aggressive on it and, you know, being able to spread the shots around while Levine is out, you know, that that's giving other guys time to shine, but that that's what Pat Williams has shown me being more aggressive on the defensive end and 
slightly more aggressive on the offensive end. So if you need him to be more aggressive on the offensive side, you said since Levine's been out, he's been doing that. Um, is there a statistical number you're looking for from him going forward? Um, I think we'll, if we get anything from Pat Williams on the offensive side, I think that's a bonus. Um, anything, just anything. Yeah, because uh, I, I out of him, probably 14 points, that, that would be good enough. Like As long as he can stay at his floor, that'll help the Bulls. Um, his floor is being an okay offensive player while being able to provide that defensive versatility that we need. If he can do that, um, then he'll be doing his job for the Bulls. Okay. All right. I would I would prefer that he's a little bit more, a little bit better on defense. I mean, he's he's available. That that's the word I use for him. He's available. He's a capable defender, but I don't think he's always showing his capability to his fullest fullest extent. If yeah. he were to take that next level on that side of the floor, I think the argument for that pick that was used on him starts to go in the other direction as far as it, as far as that pick being worth it. Uh, as of right now, it's has not been up to this point. We got the Sixers tonight. You said JoJo was out. The reigning MVP, Embiid, will not be playing. And the Bulls has a, has a shot, as you said, correct? Yep, it definitely got a shot at beating the uh, beating the Sixers. Did you see Tyrese Maxey have forty two the other night? I mean, that's cool, but we <laughs> that he he going is he going to do that again against the Bulls? We we have guys that can you know, um, do I say slow down? That can bother him on defense. Uh, the Bulls have looked. I actually give it to the Bulls. They've actually looked much better on the defensive end by. Yeah, I think that's just because Caruso not hurt. I, I, I foresee him just because of his play style. I do see him getting hurt in the future and probably missing missing some games. Um, but while he's there, he does make he, he kind of shores up the Bulls defense. So you know we get uh Caruso on him uh for some time. Uh when a bench mob come in, we put Desumu on uh Maxi. And I think uh Kobe White, I'm not saying he He's he's a great defender, but he has been stepping it up on that end. And then also with him being able to put pressure on offensive players uh, on the offensive end because of his scoring, that that'll also be added pressure for Maxi as well. And so he kind of got to be out there as the the number one option tonight. And so I think if we can put enough pressure on him, we can come out with a victory. I did say the Bulls are going to go two and two. So if if they're right, if if they make me right, I'm all for that. Uh. I'm a little bit on the outside of that being able to foresee them beating the Sixers. The Sixers have largely been, in my opinion, the best team in the East all up to this point in the season. So if the Bulls can pull off a second win, yeah. I mean, just going through um, as far as being able to score, being able to outscore people and being able to keep them out from scoring, they have JoJo Embiid's been the best player in in, in the East by himself. Tyrese Maxey is probably the best second second player in the East, you know, great. If you just look at it that way, and they also, obviously, they got the record to prove it. I just think they are, the, you know, they're the top, they're the top dogs. And if the Bulls are able to pull off a second consecutive win against them, oof, and going for the series, going for the 
season series win two days later. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are looking at the Bulls in a different light. Yeah, you got to. Uh, I think it, and it, this is probably, hopefully, this will create momentum for them to go on a little mini run and possibly, you know, uh, get over 500. If we can do that, uh, I think if we can make the playoffs, not the play-in, we secure a playoff spot that will do a lot for our young guys' confidence going into the next season. Um, and, you know, the, the a win over the Sixers tonight, they can definitely springboard that effort. Okay. All right, Jay. Uh, last thing before we get out of here. What's the timeline on Zach Levine looking like? What have you heard? Um, I, Initially, when he got hurt, I thought he was going to be out for a month. And then uh, the stuff that I was looking at as far as when he would, like when he's slated to return, is it was actually right before the trade deadline. Um, really? So that, yeah, that that's why I was looking at, like he's probably played his last game for the Bulls. Uh, because as soon as he heals up, it's going to be right by the trade deadline. I think at that point, they'll be looking to uh, move him in a trade. Wow. Last I had, last little bit of reading I did on it, he, he was targeting, you know, the next, what, the first week of January or whatever. But, wow, this is – if he's not coming back until around All-Star break, yeah, he – Bulls era for Zach is done. I think the next episode should be – we should talk about his – just his whole era. and. And how how do we rate it? How do we grade it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think that was his last game for the Bulls. I don't, I don't see like we kind of hit a little groove with the uh, with him being out and being able to spread that usage around, give guys more minutes, more shots, and trying to integrate him back into that and not giving him his same usage, not giving him those same shots. It just uh, diminishes his value and what he brings to the Bulls. So I don't think it, it really makes much sense to insert him back into the lineup and disrupt what they've already been uh, building momentum on. I hear it. All right, Jay. Uh, I ain't going to hold you. Bulls go against Philadelphia 76ers tonight, Saturday, yeah. December 30th, and try to have a 500, 500 week. Yeah. See you next Man, time. See Thanks.